This is former football coach at Virginia Tech, Frank Beamer, and you're listening to Crunch Time. Believe with all your heart. Believe in yourself. Believe in each other. And believe that in four quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going to dance. From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! That's my, I'm channeling my inner Jermaine there, for you folks that don't know. Uh, Captain Crunch here, you're listening to Crunch Time. Your weekly area high school football radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. Week one playoffs for Virginia High School League. And then also uh, a state championship game uh, last night we need to talk about. Uh, some big news there. Uh, Roanoke Catholic uh, getting knocked off in the last seconds, really. Uh, that That's huge. Uh, you know, we didn't expect that. Didn't see that train coming. Uh, and then we had some uh, we had some real interesting area outcomes. Um, most I would say would be expected. A few surprises. Uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But um, I was at uh, actually uh, Jimmy Thing, Mr. Crunch MVP, and I were at the Jefferson Forest at EC Glass on Thursday. Uh, so we took that game in. And then uh, last night I was at Christiansburg Hidden Valley. Good game there. We're going to talk about that. Uh, and and uh, we've got a studio full here of just talented people. I I can't wait to to get to that. But um, uh, and of course, you know, the, there there will be a crunch team playing a state championship game this afternoon. Uh, Blue Ridge will be at North Cross for the state finals in the Division Two VISS VISAA private schools a state championship. So that's exciting. So we've got another state championship today. But I tell you, it's interesting to me. How many times the same teams advance to the next rounds? Now, think about it. High school, it's not like the pros where you get a guy and he stays with you for 20 years. These kids come through the system. Say you've got a good class or a good couple classes. After four years, they're, they're gone. They, they move on. Uh, and so, you know, the thing that's interesting to me and interesting about high school sports and high school football in particular is the culture of winning. Yes. You know, that, that that establishment of, hey, this is what we're supposed to do. This is what we expect to do. Um, so, you know, I had a coach share with me this year, you know, that that winning is a habit. Of course, losing's a habit, too. It is, and it can be a very <laughs> bad habit at times. <laughs> That's right. All right, so we're crowdsourcing these games. We've got uh, crunch teams all over the place, crunches everywhere. In the studio with me today, due north of me, Coach Randy Lefwich, uh, the man behind the machine, he moves all those buttons and, you know, make he's the guy down. behind the curtain. That's it. <laughs> and then, hey, next to him in studio for the first time, we are so fortunate. Yes. So lucky. We had to beg. We had to do everything. But we've got the Virginia Hall of Fame, Media Hall of Famer, Dave, I call him Dave the Boss Ross. Uh, Dave Ross with us. Uh, 50 years in the business. I mean, Amazing. Yeah, I started at five. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, no, seriously, it's good to be with you. And you're right about winning. And uh, I was used to that at my high school, Union High School. Yes. <laughs> we lost one game in three years by one point, okay? Wow. Look at that. Well, I got to ask, did you play any? 
Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the but we won by success. a lot of points, so they'd stick me in there. I and got I, you. And, you know, the kickoff and punt return teams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Great to have Dave with us. And, and to his left and my right, you guessed it, Mr. B. Uncommon, Jimmy Whitaker, the keeper of the CrunchMVP.com. For great high school sports photos in Roanoke, Lynchburg, in the New River Valley, go to CrunchMVP.com. Welcome, gentlemen. It's great to have you here. All right, week 12 is dyed in wool, uh, as they say. So it's history. Good action last night. Let's circle the campfire now and, and do our little Saturday morning quarterback um, deals here uh, on, on a few games. Don't go too deep because later in the show we're actually going to drill down more. But, um, uh, Coach, what's what's on your mind? Who, who commands your time today? You know, big shout-out to the uh, city of Roanoke. Patrick Henry and William Fleming both moving on in these playoffs. That's awesome. How about that? You know, William Fleming hasn't moved on in the playoffs since, what, 2003? It's been a while. And it's been a while for Patrick Henry. And, you know, so we watched these two teams. I, look, I'm, I'm going to give a lot of credit to Loveless over at William Fleming because he is putting, and we, like you just said, he's putting winning into their cultural. Yes. Career. And when they continue to win... They're going to continue to get better. And we're watching these teams get better and better each year. He's really transformed that team over there to winners right now. And I, I like what I'm seeing here in the city of Roanoke. Yeah. Dave, you got something for us on that? Yeah. Um, he spoke at the uh, Roanoke Valley Sports Club yes. back when we had uh, the football coaches. And uh, I have heard more good comments about him than anybody because of the attitude he has, the fact that he's working not just on the football field, but working on grades, working on character, all those kind of things. And that's that's great. But he came from Brookville. Of course, he's coached with Jeff Woody. So, I mean, he's he, he he's very, very good. And, uh, you know, P.H. Allen Fiddler's done a nice job over yeah. here with the Patriots. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it's good. Yeah, those are class guys. I'm Jamar, uh, Jamar Lovelace, I mean, he... Uh, he's one of those guys that just, uh, re he's relatable. He Very relatable. I mean, the kids look at him and say, I want to be him. That's it. And, well, and that's the kind of person you need. And you've, you've watched the coaches go through Fleming. And you've watched, you know, Bobby Martin. You've watched Shirley Stewart. You've watched Killer Miller. you watch these coaches that have gone through Fleming. These have been extremely upstanding gentlemen. And they have shaped the culture they they just needed someone here recently to really just kind of put it all together. And Coach Loveless is putting it all together right now. And it's starting to pay dividends over there. You know, it's a different animal today. It the really is. Different. It's a different Very challenge. Different. Very um, different. You know, the guys that we played for and admired and respected would have to change a few things to, yeah. to have the same kind of success, I believe. Correct. Uh, because the kids are different. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and real quick, following up on something Dave said, uh, I love the fact that the blueprint he referred to that night, he's put it in place, and I'm sure yep. on the blueprint moving forward like they're doing right now is one of those things, so that's great for William Fleming. Well, you, you want to turn out young men in these programs. Right. Because you want these young men to become pillars of your community. You want them to go to school. You want them to come back to the area. You want them to be leaders in your community. And who, who knows? One of these young men possibly is going to be the head coach of William Fleming one day and come back and say, hey, you know, when I was here, this is how we did it. Right. And they'll lay that foundation again, and hopefully that foundation doesn't leave. But if it has to be laid again, 
one of these kids will come back and yeah. land one day. You know something? A couple months ago, I talked to Willis White. And Willis said, I, I mentioned to him, I said, you know, all the long time with Jeff Hoffa leaving. Coaches right. who've coached 20, 30 years. At Williamburg. And, you know, guys like Mascaro and Hickam and all that. The problem is, he says, he doesn't see how, kid, you know, these younger coaches can do that now because it takes so much, you know, the seven-on-sevens, the constant work and things like that, that he feels it's, it, it's going to be tough to find the 20- and 30-year coaches uh, down the road because of that. And it's an all-year-long process, to your point. They play in the spring now. That's they it. work out all yeah. year long. Uh, I know I was talking to uh, Coach Williams over at Giles, uh, I think it was last year, and they have a philosophy where they just they don't ask their kids in the late spring, early summer. Those kids like to hunt, fish. They're con- you know sure. they like to be out. They don't ask them to be in the you know to do all these things the whole year long. Okay. But when they come back, when they do come back, they expect them to go to work. Yeah. And they're physical. I mean, you That's can't it. say they're, you know, they're not physical over you got there. got it. But, um, all right. So, and, and Dave, you were at the Salem game last yes. night? Yes, I went to that Salem game and, uh, well, <laughs> it was over <laughs> basically right after, you know, the first kickoff. And then Xavion Wood was unbelievable. Yeah. In fact, their whole offense was. Yeah. And it's amazing, dating back to years, you remember Amherst. And Salem used to be. Knocking. Oh, yeah. And remember that wild play that was in the corner of the end zone? Yes. Uh, Willis White was at the game, and I talked to him, and he said that was something. And then he mentioned, which I remember because I did the game that opened the next year, and Amherst beat Salem. That's right. And uh, he said, but it's, it's, you know, it's changed so much because they've been down for so many years. And... Uh, you know, it's 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 really different because they used to be a powerhouse, and everybody, as you know, that district is loaded. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's so strong. And and Coach Bob Christmas is up there at Amherst now. I talk to him each week, and you know he he knows it's a struggle to get them back on track, but he's pretty optimistic that they've got some young guys coming up. And you know, when he puts his system in there and he gets those kids in the weight room for a few years, you know, Amherst is again going to be one of those teams that people are going to circle on their schedule. I believe. Oh, you're right. And Willis said they have tremendous speed. Yes. He says that's the thing that they have. Yeah. Uh, watching those kids. So that is. You you mentioned Xavion uh, Wood, who had a big night uh, last night. But I do want to mention, I don't want to be a Salem apologist, but when Martinsburg came to town and beat Salem, right, pretty good, Xavion Wood had hurt his knee that week and didn't play. Just saying. I'm just saying. But, you know, the thing, when Martinsburg came into Salem and beat Salem, we're starting to see a different Salem right now. Yeah, you they, think it was good. Yeah, they took that game very personal. And it was one of these games where I think Don Holter and them sat there and said, look, here's the deal, guys. You can play with anybody. You can beat anybody. And I think that showed them that night, we need to be physical. We need to go out there and use our authority on these teams. Because you look at these scores here lately, they're not just going out there winning by four three or four points they're right. they're winning with authority right now salem scares me going on here a little bit because you know you know i've all i've been on this bandwagon all year <laughs> with salem. i love salem right now but salem has been winning with authority and sometimes those losses like you see 
will help a team. You know, it's really going to be interesting if Salem and Glass make it to each other because Coach has been on both those bandwagons all year long. I'm going to have to get me one of the uh, jerseys <laughs> that's half and half and wear, that's you know, right. that's it. That's right. All right, Jimmy, you were at a big game last night, state championship game uh, with Roanoke Catholic, and, and uh, man, that thing went right down to the wire. It did, and, um, you know, they were going for their fourth state championship, so, uh, you know, it... It's what you wanted in a state championship game, though. Like you said, Carl, went down to the last play, and um, somehow or another, uh, St. Michael made the, the pass, and it was, it was unbelievable. And I mean, very sad that Roanoke Catholic lost, but, I, but I'll, if I'm being honest with everybody, uh, I have a sense of excitement for those young men from Fredericksburg yeah, that won sure. last night. And um, it was, you know, they're, they're only three-year program and for them to do what they did uh, it was an exciting game and it was everything you'd want in the state championship game yeah st michael's the archangel beat them last night i don't know how you beat the archangel that's that, that name you're is going to, you're not going to do the angels i mean you know let's face it that's that's just the way it is and i, I do want to say one other thing okay because every time when i do those uh, games this year steve myers who helped me would keep saying you Got to get Carl to get you on the crunch. <laughs> so, Steve Hare, we, he finally did it. But uh, in all seriousness, um, that was, that's a great run for, for Roanoke Catholic to do what they've done. Yeah. And be honest with you, I thought they were going to win again this, this year. Yeah. And so with I. North Cross, you know, they got a decent chance to win it as well. Yeah, you know, I saw Coach Sweeney yesterday. And he told me, he said, you know, hey, we're ready. We're ready for this game. And I really think, you know, two weeks ago kind of woke them up a little bit because they, they struggled in that game some. And this game coming in, you're sitting here going with St. Michael. You know, Portsmouth woke them up. And I, I think somewhere along the line they saw we need to step our game up a little bit. Well, it's hard to beat somebody with 5.5 seconds left on the clock and they score. You know, St. Michael's did their job. They, they controlled that ball at the end of the ball game. The only problem was you left them enough time to get you. Yeah. And they got them. Yeah. And, but, you know, how much of a concession is to sit there and go, hey, you had a great season, good, you know, these guys don't want to hear that today. And I'm sure Bob Price is sitting there going, we got to go get our championship back next year. Yeah, week. we got to go to work. Yeah. Well, and they may not want to hear that, but, but I will say that most of those kids that were playing last night for Catholic have experienced what a state championship is. So, exactly. I mean, I, I do think it's a great learning point for them to realize that sure. you always don't win when you play in a state championship exactly. game. So I think it's a good life lesson. Yeah, good point. Hey, I got to make a little uh, public uh, public service announcement for us here. Facebook is down yes. for us in the studio. So those of you that typically... <laughs> Watch us on Facebook and take the show in, and we right. don't get to see our beautiful faces this morning. You know, I I did my hair a special way this morning, but that's not going to happen. So. Well, you know, they knew Dave Ross would be in studio. <laughs> Thank goodness they don't. I don't want to want them to see me. Face for radio. Thing. Face for radio. Yeah, there we go. Here we Again. go. <laughs> All right. So, Coach, what's going on over at Canales? Let me tell you, we are rocking and rolling over at Canales right now. You need to come and see us. We are trying different things every day. We've always got the barbecue. We've always got the pintos. We had a gentleman come in yesterday. <laughs> he bought one container of pintos. And we, we've got the southern style pintos. We put the cornbread down into the pintos and then put the pintos on top of them. Adam. 
Yeah. yeah. Jimmy's had them. <laughs> well, all of a sudden, it was probably 20 minutes later, he came back in and ordered seven more containers. Whoa. And he goes, these are so great, I need to share them with everybody in the office. He wasn't trying to sell them on the side. Or no, he wasn't trying to sell them on the side. You know, we were we were talking with him, and he goes, I need to share these. He said, I really need to share these with the women and men in the office. Came back in, got seven containers of them. But no, come on over. We're, we're there till 7 o'clock tonight. We've got a football game on. Get you an ice-cold beverage. And just set, nice. you know, wings, sit back and watch the game. You know, talk a little baseball, talk a little football with us. Uh, the only one I have not seen yet is Dave Ross over there. Oh, so we Dave need Ross, to get, you know. Well, listen, I know it's got to be good. Canale, that's Italian, so I'm going to guarantee you it's good. <laughs> it's Italian Mark pork. It's good pork. You yes, know what I'm sir. saying? But so there. Now, what's going on down at the Dogwood? Yeah, you talk about sharing. Let me share a little bit about the Dogwood. Uh, I'm telling you, it's my favorite place to eat. I, I tell you guys that all the time. Jimmy and I are in there all the time uh, at that place just uh, trying the whole menu out. And I know Jimmy was in there again this week. Uh, you know, Jimmy's got, I, I don't know if there's some kind of uh, a program you can get on to kind of wean yourself or something. And right. We, don't, we want Jimmy to keep going to the Dogwood every week, but, you know, he's yeah. getting addicted. Can I was I, trying to wing myself off the fried chicken, but Friday uh, I heard it calling me, and I was there. So I, I still say this to everybody. It's the closest thing to my mother's fried chicken. It's the closest thing to my mother's mashed potatoes. It's the closest thing to um, my mother's green beans. Oh. So uh, if you're not hungry after me saying this, you you will be here shortly. So. You know, I'm really trying to figure out how Jimmy isn't 700 pounds because when he delivers the crunch, he's got canales and the dogwood on his route. I'm trying to figure out how he's not gaining all this weight. Well, when he's not at the dogwood, he's doing the keto. So if his wife's listening, that might be a problem here. Exactly. All right. So uh, thank you all uh, for listening to us today. Uh, without you, this wouldn't be possible. We really appreciate it. We love high school football, love high school sports, really uh, love following our young people and promoting uh, them certainly uh, in their endeavors in, in the high school sports they play. But um, high school football, I mean, this this is the time right now. This is when it, it gets is. really exciting. It's one and done. That's you it. know, there's no, you know, it's not, uh, hey, we'll come back next week. If you don't yeah. put it all out there on the field, this game and a get lot the of, win. A lot of careers ended last night. That's right. You know, a lot that's of people right. don't put it in that perspective, but a lot of careers ended last night. That's right. All right, we got a great show today. Our Haley has it for less. Haley Toyota Crunch Time, Legends of the Game. Uh, once again, we're going to have uh, Coach Frank Beamer on here today. Nice. Love hearing about his high school days and uh, what, what impacted him at that level. And when he was a coach, uh, he coached in high school for a little bit over at uh, Radford with Coach Lindenberg. Uh, just love those stories. We're going to do, uh, Coach, we got so much good stuff with Coach Beam. We're going to do it for a few weeks going forward. But um, that's coming up. Uh, thanks to uh, Greg Roberts and, and Chuck Baker. I mean, the, the, the original idea came from Chuck. He said, go, go to Frank. Go talk to Frank. And, yeah. and uh, so, you know, um, we're really appreciate, appreciative of those guys. Uh, we'll be chatting up this week's games, jumping around, uh, pulling our thoughts together. Don't miss our Jimmy Thang segment coming up. Mr. MVP himself, Jimmy Whitaker. Uh, five things you need to know about high school football this week. The grade eight poll is now the grade eight debate poll. It is. So <laughs> we don't seem to agree in the studio on the grade eight poll. So and with Dave in here, it, it may get a little yeah, Dave, bigger to make, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows with Dave in here? I mean, a fist fight could break it. No, I'm right. teasing. Uh, and so, Jimmy... Uh, 
Before we go to our first break, give us a breakdown of Friday night's action. All right, here we go, Carl. Alta Vista, 35. William Campbell, 28. Central Wise, 28. Richland, 16. Glenver, 42. Floyd County, 7. Gretna, 42. Dan River, 0. Radford, 35. Patrick County, 0. Appomattox County, 64. Chatham, 22. Hidden Valley, 39. Christiansburg, 21. Magna Vista, 36. Bassett, 7. Northside, 48. Abingdon, 28. Lord Botetot, 29. William Bird, 7. Liberty Christian, 22. Turner Ashper, 16. Rockbridge County, 24. Brookville, 14. Spotswood, 48. Fluvanna, 8. Heritage, 69. Western Albemarle, 7. Phoebus, 46. Tab, 7. Uh, for Carl York, York, 55. Petersburg, 40. Get them. Hopewell, 61. Southampton, 8. GW, 27. Halifax County, 6. Salem, 58. Amherst County, 13. William Fleming, 20. Harrisonburg, 17. Patrick Henry, 56. Albemarle, 14. Lanstown, 35. Franklin County, 27. Pulaski County, 17. Blacksburg, 14. Galax, 56. Eastern Montgomery, 7. Narrows, 34. Grayson County, 7. Auburn, 44. Covington, 12. George With, 63. Perry McClure, 21. St. Michael, the Archangel, 22. Roanoke Catholic, 18. And that was for the VISAA Division III State Championship. EC Glass, 55. Jefferson Forest, 21. And rounding it out, Lake Taylor, 49. Great Bridge, 20. Great job, Jimmy. All right, stay with us. We'll be back right back after a break. buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams, and regardless, if you're a Hokie, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind. It's 3 p.m. For 50 million kids across America, school's out. And for a third of these kids, they're out on their own. Out with nothing to do and nowhere to go. Gives a whole new meaning to the 3 o'clock bell, doesn't it? It's time to support the Boys and Girls Clubs. Visit greatfutures.org. Ready to eat? Easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century-old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish. Add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at custardstand.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities. 
Want to be part of the biggest event of the year and help the American Cancer Society? Then mark your calendar for the first annual Roanoke Cattle Barons Ball at Braylock on November 16th. Presented by Haley Toyota. Enjoy live and silent auctions, libations, dancing, and live country music from local talent Fuzzy Logic and Jake Dodds from Nashville. It's for a great cause and it's a barrel of fun. Join us as a sponsor or as a guest. Tickets are still available while they last. You won't want to miss this. For details, go to Roanoke Cattle Barons ball.org. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Ah, there it is, I tell you. Uh, baby Shark, you gotta love that. Right. What band is that, Coach? Uh, Giles County, right Giles there. County, give them some love. They do it well. All right, we're gonna talk about um, last night's games a little more in depth right now um, because I, I tell you, they deserve being talked about. Uh, certainly, uh, St. Michael's over Rona Cali. A lot happened at the end of that game, right, Jimmy? Uh, sure, Carl. There was. Uh there was opportunities there for Rona Catholic to close it out, um, but St. Michael's made a, a a big stop on fourth and a two, and they stopped them. And where, took where the, were they? What they were down uh, on the goal line? Sure, yeah. Uh, Rona Catholic was on about the six yard line at that point. Wow! And um, so St. Michael's made a big stop, and then proceeded to march down the field um, and to actually you know win in the five point five seconds left hitting. Uh, Worm, Wormley, I think is his name. Yeah. And Jalen Smith, who was, uh, if you look at the crunch where uh, Coach Price talked about who to watch, that was one of the kids he said to watch. Quarterback, after, right? It's correct. Yep. And so after being at the game and uh, and watching him, it was, um, it, it was he was pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Well, you know, talking with Jimmy, after that big stop on fourth down, they had to drive 90-plus yards in the last... What minute of the game yeah. last? You know, so they did that. There was a potential interception that that could have turned the tide. There was a fumble. There was a fumble on down the four on, yard line. Yeah, on the four yard line as St. Michael's was trying to score. And Carl, there was something else interesting that happened uh, with the time left. It was fourth down, and uh, St. Michael's brought out their field goal team to try to tie the game. Now whether. They were actually going to kick a field goal or not. I don't know. But then there was a timeout called. Who and, called the timeout? Uh, you remember? You know, I'm not sure okay. which. But but the timeout was called. And St. Michael's came back on the field. And I assumed they were going to go for the field goal. But they lined up to go for it. And so, I mean, uh, with 5.5, well, with seconds left, you know, the quarterback, Smith, he scrambled. And, and, and I want to say before this, I want to give a shout-out quickly to Andrew Vault, who made two huge defensive plays during that during that session. Big so, D lineman for Cavs. Yeah, but he made some great stops. Uh, you know, he left his heart there on the field. So I know that. But, uh, but anyway, it was, um, as I said earlier, it was exciting just from the standpoint uh, to see, you know, kids that had never been in that position. And, you know, for the coach to say – we're going for it. I mean, that was 
That was huge. It's very exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Well, like you said, this program was what three years old. Three years old. So and they were a homeschool, right? It's, before that, yeah, it's a homeschool, I yeah. believe. Before that, but three years old. I'm sure that coach had no, you know, reservations of going, guys. We're going to put it all out here tonight. We're going for this. Sure. And I'm yeah. sure those kids are sitting there going, yeah, let's do it. Let's go for it. And let's, and like Jimmy said, there was that one play. And I really thought if the kid, if he just could have secured the ball, oh, he intercepted he was it. gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And because it hit him square in the numbers it and did. he just could not secure the ball. And you were like, that could have changed that whole ball game. Yep. And it just it just didn't happen. But I give it to St. Michael. They they controlled the clock at the end. They brought it down 5.5 seconds. Can't do a lot with 5.5 no, seconds. But, you know, and, and we, we, we certainly, uh, being from Roanoke, wanted our, we're rooting for our Roanoke Catholic team. But, you know, at least it's a state championship game. It goes down to the end. It's exciting. Sure. There's a lot of things that could have changed the outcome, a lot of things that could have happened. But what happened happened, and congratulations to St. Michael. You got it. Yeah. All right, nice. so... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say too that uh, it was it was a it was a class night. I mean, Roanoke Catholic yep. platform. I mean, they you know they it, it was just a, it was a good. It's what you'd want to see. Fantastic. And one other thing, buddy. You look at Roanoke Catholic and and their tradition and history, uh, dating back to Bob Boom Boom Harrisman, <laughs> who was great, and Bob Price has done a, a, a tremendous job. Yeah, to to keep that thing going. So uh, it's tough to lose one, but you know it's sort of like member with the Tech Notre Dame game. You get down to final seconds and lose a game. It, yeah. It's tough. Yeah. yeah, it is. Well, at least you know uh, you can you can leave there with your head high. You gave it all you had. It was a close game. And right. Um, all right, Coach William Fleming in Harrisonburg. Uh, looked like Deuce Anderson had the night over there. I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, if Fleming could play Harrisonburg. Ten times this year. They beat him <laughs> twice now. Well, but this is one of these deals of sitting here going, hey, you beat Harrisonburg. Oh, but by the way, you get Mountain View next week. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And that is, you know, I am really impressed with what Fleming put together last night. They put together a good game last night. But it is that you got you got to look at your next opponent. Sure. And Mountain View is your next opponent. And it gets a whole lot tougher next week. But I, like I said at the beginning of the show, I like where Fleming's heading right now. I like to see these kids, you know, because what, Fleming is a what seed? Fifth seed? Yeah. Five seed right yeah, now. Right. And to, you know, to go and win, that really says something about William Fleming right now. Yeah, that's fantastic for yeah. those kids. Deuce Anderson had a 14-yard TD run with 10 minutes left that put him ahead 20-17. to 17, And then he had an interception to steal it. So uh, right. congratulations to that young man. You know, you, you know, you've got to put yourself in a position to make plays, and you've got to do your job. You know, a lot of times we hear about teams getting beat where kids get out of position because they're trying to do too much. They're not, they're not doing their assignment. But um, congratulations to the Colonels. Fantastic. Well, you know, Sharif Anderson scored with 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. So it wasn't like, you know, Harrisonburg didn't have their chances. Sure. But William Fleming stepped up. Defense played hard. They closed it out last night. Got a playoff win. Good for them. Nice. Nice. All right. So, uh, Dave, you were over at Salem uh, Amherst. I mean, Xavion Wood, I, I mean, I, I see seven carries, 210 yards, and three TDs. Uh, he's tough to tackle. In fact, I think on their first two offensive series, they scored touchdowns, you know, right off the bat. So, 
it was pretty much over after about five minutes of the first quarter. Sure. I mean, and then they just kept going. And I also want to let people know that, you know, in the second half, there were freshmen playing and everything else for uh, the Salem Spartans. So it wasn't a case of, like, keeping in starters for long periods of time. Coach Holter was working his young guys yes. in. And I'm sure, uh, I'm sure uh, Bob Christmas was working young guys sure. in, too. Uh, class guys there, and, uh, you know, it, it is what it is, but uh, uh, Salem's uh, sharpening their teeth for the next uh, the next game, so certainly. Uh, uh, and, and, and the guy that I really like with Salem this year, when I watch him, is their fullback. Oh, yeah, Leftwich. Leftwich. He, he, he's good. He's a hammer. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I did the Salem Northside game this year and really impressed with him in that game. And since then, I, I follow what, it, and he's been doing great, for that football team. He's just, especially you get down close to that goal, guess what? He's he, a hammer. Yeah, he wants to be like Don Holder. So, uh, there you go. Because, <laughs> you know, he got close. Battering ram there. Uh, yeah, yeah. He got close. Don't worry, you weren't stopping old Don Holder. <laughs> Let me say, any team that has a left witch on it is an excellent oh, team. Oh, here we go. Uh, oh, my really, goodness gracious. Really? I forgot there about we that. go. Good, well, good gracious, yeah. So you, you were a great athlete, too. Okay. That's we're waiting enough. to meet a right witch, but we got a left witch. Come on, so. now. All right, so uh, I was at the... Jimmy and I actually were at the EC Glass-Jefferson Forest game, 55-21 EC Glass. Early fumbles killed Forrest. I mean, uh, really stunted the Cavs' chances. It was... You know, uh, Forrest scored first on a big run by Keenan Cupid right up the middle. And you thought, uh-oh, here we go. It's going to be a shootout. And it went back and forth for a little while. But it was a cold night. Uh, you know, the quarterback dropped the ball a few times. The, the, the exchange from the center to the quarterback really hurt Forrest. And I'm telling you, if you get behind glass, it's tough to catch up. Yeah. They do not let up the the off the accelerator. They just they just go after you. And it's, it's like pushing water uphill. Kendrick, um, Dreshawn Kendrick, the quarterback for Glass, was on display. He's so tough because he he runs around back there. He's such a good runner. And when he makes that that hard move to the line of scrimmage, it pulls everybody up. And then he just throws it over your head. And, Carl, you know, that's the first time I've seen him play. And, of course, well, this season. So, But uh, the thing that you and I talked about at that game, which is what was frustrating to other teams that's going to face him, is that, you don't ever know what he's going to do. I right. mean, he looked like he was going to pass it, which sort of froze everybody. Right. And then he made the turn, and once he made the turn, you're looking at the back of his number because he's gone. I mean, he was. it was amazing yeah. to get to watch him. Yeah. Well, and I want to call out a few people, too. I mean, um, um, certainly uh, uh, linebacker Jacob Van Remortal uh, for Jefferson Forge. I really like this guy. Um, you know, I, I, when, when games start to get out of hand... I like to see who doesn't quit. I like to see who's playing to the end because they're playing for their team. They're playing for themselves. And it's it's not about the score anymore. It's about pride. Hey, you're going to know you were in a game with me. And right. they're still hitting on, on the last whistle. So, you know, the Van Remortal, uh, I mean, this kid was all over the place. And he was really bringing it. And I just like to see that kind of effort. Um, I tell you, though, Glass has some injuries. I saw uh, Connor Dunlap, their, their big six foot six linebacker. I saw him on crutches on the sidelines. Didn't expect that. Um, but the guy that I really think's a difference maker for Glass this year, besides all the big names you know, is this City Q Craighead, number 20. I mean, I don't know how he got that nickname City Q, but uh, he, whatever it is, he deserves it. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's a badge of honor. Oh, yeah. And, and I was going to say, uh, you know, I was there doing photos, so the photos are out on Crunch MVP, but I saw City 
come down near the end, and he hit two Jefferson Force guys who were coming at him. And in the photo, you see where they're coming up to hit him, and then it's like a bowling ball. Two players for Jefferson Force are laying down, and City goes in for the touchdown. The and, and you know, he's not a big kid. He's not big. Yeah. No, so. he's not big. He's got a big smile, though. We interviewed him after the game. Great personality. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you know, when you win, it's, it's, it's easy to smile, that's for sure. Uh, the game I had last night, too, uh, Hidden Valley at Christiansburg. This one uh, really looked good on paper, and it was good last night. Uh, the Titans sur- survived some early mistakes, had a couple fumbles. Yep. You know, that that the one play that kills you is that early, they had an early, forced an early punt, and, uh, you know, uh, Matt Strong just didn't get out of the way. He was retreating, trying to get out of the way, and the ball just like a heat-seeking missile just caught him in the leg. Yep. And so they gave up a, a fumble there, held him, but but eventually uh, Christiansburg went up 7 to nothing. Uh, Strong had a fumble later on. He wasn't too happy about that, but uh, Hidden Valley eventually got it going. It was a hard-hitting affair. Um, Rally Williams, uh, they, he left the game. Uh, of course, he's had shoulder issues all all year, and I think he had a stinger or something. Maston Stanley, the, the hard-nosed running back for Christiansburg, got nicked up a couple times. He was limping out there for a while, but he never came off the field. You talk about a, a real soldier there. Um and the and you know Hidden Valley has some some kids that just always impress Kelly Mitchell, he's a man among boys. I mean he runs around out there and he catches the ball and people hit him they bounce off of him and he just plays the game the way it's meant to be played. He he doesn't take a playoff. Grayson Carroll was spot on last night. Um, they run a bootleg play to him where Mitchell comes yeah. in motion to one side and Mitchell's the lead block and Grayson who's had a great you're throwing the ball, goes back to throw it, and then he just tucks it and runs behind Mitchell. I mean, it's it's like a entourage going around the corner. Well, you know, Grayson is over 2,000 yards this year throwing. And if you watch Grayson, if Grayson comes out and he's pretty much in sync with what's going on, you can't stop Grayson Carroll. Yeah. he He's going to be able to just pick you apart. And that's the key thing. And, you know, granted, it doesn't hurt to have, you know, the weapons that you have. Sure. But you got to be able to throw that ball and put that ball into those windows where he needs to get it there. He's a kid that will go far in this position. Well, it's a great segue because a couple receivers that always catch my attention with Hidden Valley is Cross Thompson, oh, yeah. number 11. Yeah. Both offensively and defensively, he's, I mean, he doesn't drop anything. No. I mean, when they throw it to him, he catches it, and he's got good speed. And he's a tough kid on the defensive end of the ball. And then Stephen Bell, Stephen Bell, number six for them. He always makes a big catch in the games that I see. He always, of course, they're looking for him, but he'll split the middle down there. He'll go on a fly pattern, and he's going to, if if you get it in, and, and Grayson's going to get it close to him, if you get it close to him, he's going to come down with it. And then you got uh, Brady Snell and Jacob Pardon, who also are good receivers, and you were talking about Matt Strong. I, I really like him. I've seen Hidden Valley. This kid plays hard. And Javon Wilson, I did the Cave Spring game. He didn't play. You know, but he came back last night. That he gives ran him hard a good one-two punch yeah. because with the speed and the power that they have, uh, you know, they're playing really well right now. Yeah. Well, uh, good thing because I think they're looking at Lord Botetourt next week. So. Yeah, you put the uh, you put the band in the truck and you get on the road. Yeah. This is how this is going to work. You're going up to Lord Botetourt, and but look, they're in a good position. We we've seen Hidden Valley this year be dominant. And we've said with that offensive line, especially that left side. Oh, yeah. They like to run left. Jamie, if you're listening. That <laughs> left side, that left side, you can run behind that all day long. 
and they move you down the field rather nicely with that left side of that offensive line. But again, this is one, you know, we, we watched William Byrd last night. William Byrd, you know, that those first two quarters, it was 7-7. Seven, seven. Oh, good game early on. Good game I mean, with you Lord Botata. Bottom tooth and nail. Yep, Lord Botata took over in the second half, won this ball game. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that with Hidden Valley as easily. So Hidden Valley may give Lord Botata a very good game next week. Did Coach say that somebody would give Botata a good game? That's what I heard. Okay. We're, hey, but we're in the agree. playoffs now. I would agree with him. It'll yeah. be a good, good matchup. I think so, too. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be listening to Coach Frank Beamer. So you're listening to Crunch Time. Stay with us. biggest event of the year and help the American Cancer Society? Then mark your calendar for the first annual Roanoke Cattle Barons Ball at Braylock on November 16th. Presented by Haley Toyota. Enjoy live and silent auctions, libations, dancing, and live country music from local talent Fuzzy Logic and Jake Dodds from Nashville. It's for a great cause and it's a barrel of fun. Join us as a sponsor or as a guest. Tickets are still available while they last. You won't want to miss this. For details, go to RoanokeCattleBaronsBall.org. Looking to buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams, and regardless if you're a Hokie, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind. It's 3 p.m. For 50 million kids across America, school's out. And for a third of these kids, they're out on their own. Out with nothing to do and nowhere to go. Gives a whole new meaning to the 3 o'clock bell, doesn't it? It's time to support the boys and girls clubs. Visit greatfutures.org. Ready to eat? Easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century-old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish. Add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at custardstand.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, man. We're having a good time in here. We're enjoying Dave Ross. He's a mess, uh, but uh, no, a lot of fun. And uh, all right, we're going to go right to Coach uh, Frank Beamer, uh, Hillsville High School. Uh, he played down there, and now it's Carroll County. Uh, he put Virginia Tech on the map. So let's hear from uh, Coach Beamer. In high school, what position did you play? I played quarterback. I was uh, a little short, five nine quarterback. <laughs> but like I said, uh, we had this passing game that no one did back then. So we were throwing the ball a, a bunch. So now you got the publicity because of how you were playing, and and then we were able to win. Played for the conference championship my senior year. We didn't win it, but we played for it. And so uh, that's what I'm talking about. I think if it hadn't been for how we played, I'm not sure I would have ever gotten the scholarship to Virginia Tech. So uh, Coach Tom, Tommy Thompson changed my life, really. 
I love hearing that. Um, so, so who was in the district back then? That that was a different world back then. You played the yeah, big boys. It was. Yeah, it was uh, Blacksburg, Whistle, Christiansburg, uh, Narrows, Giles, uh, no, not Giles, uh, they consolidated there. But uh, Gaylock, you know, it was a great uh, little Pulaski. Yep. You know, now they've consolidated, but Dublin, it was in the league. So, uh, But it was a great league back then. But it was really tough, right? I mean, those teams, those schools were, some of those schools were a lot bigger probably than Hillsville. Yeah, yeah, it was. and uh, But it, it was, uh, you know, uh, there in southwest Virginia, it was a good, it wasn't too far to anywhere unless you were trying to get to Parisburg and there's that that was a little bit of a trip but, right uh, but you know it's a great little league bro. so you when you graduated high school you went on to Virginia Tech and played defensive mm-hmm. back right yeah I came in as a quarterback about one day and a half they moved me to defensive <laughs> back haven't forgiven for that yet <laughs> well, the quarterback Didn't always think I got a fair shot on that one. <laughs> well, the quarterback always wants the ball in his hand, so yeah, yeah, that's funny. Well, you know, I, I know that uh, uh, defensive or, or quarterbacks that become defensive backs for whatever reason they just kind of know how that mind works on the other side of the ball. Yeah. They always seem to make good defensive backs. Yeah, back then, uh, back then they. Uh, I think they brought in 60 guys, maybe, I think it's more like 66, brought in like eight or nine quarterbacks. And, and back then, they kind of recruited quarterbacks because they generally were the better athlete on the team. And and, uh, and I think that's kind of what happened. About half of us moved over to defense, and, uh, you know, and that's kind of the way it worked. Want to be part of the biggest event of the year and help the American Cancer Society? Then mark your calendar for the first annual Roanoke Cattle Barons Ball at Braylock on November 16th, presented by Haley Toyota. Enjoy live and silent auctions, libations, dancing, and live country music from local talent Fuzzy Logic and Jake Dodds from Nashville. It's for a great cause and it's a barrel of fun. Join us as a sponsor or as a guest. Tickets are still available while they last. You won't want to miss this. For details, go to Roanoke Cattle Barons Ball. Looking to buy something for that hard-to-please sports fan in your family? Well, come to Sports Haven. You'll find something from all 32 NFL teams, and regardless if you're a Hokie, Wahoo, or Mountaineer, we have something for you. So if you're looking to update your ladies' den or man cave, then come see Robin and Shane at Sports Haven. Come by and visit one of our two locations in Roanoke at the corner of Plantation and Williamson Road and at 4 East Main Street in Salem. Sports Haven, where almost no team is left behind. It's 3 p.m. For 50 million kids across America, school's out. And for a third of these kids, they're out on their own. Out with nothing to do and nowhere to go. Gives a whole new meaning to the 3 o'clock bell, doesn't it? It's time to support the boys and girls clubs. Visit greatfutures.org. Ready to eat? Easy to heat. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili uses 100% ground beef and a century-old family recipe with a secret blend of spices and quality ingredients. But it's not just for hot dogs. You can beef up almost any dish. Add it to fries, nachos, baked potatoes, and so much more. Custard Stand Chili is available at Kroger, Walmart, Sam's Clubs, or smaller grocery chains throughout. You also can order it online at custardstand.com. Get yours today. One chili, endless possibilities. All right, welcome 
Okay, uh, let's get right to it. Uh, the thing you guys always wait for, the thing we always wait for, is the Jimmy thing. Hey, so let Carl. me let me pitch it over to Jimmy. All right, listen. Last night, Mike Dermont and I were covering the Roanoke Catholic uh, Saint Michael the Archangel game, and you know, I don't. I, I've never really met a uh, person that I didn't know or didn't want to talk to. So standing on the sidelines last night, uh, I was over near the St. Michael group, and I spoke with a mom and dad. And now I will I will be honest with you. When Mike and I got to the game last night, you know, I looked at the field, surveyed it, and I looked at both teams, and I thought to myself, oh, man, Roanoke Catholic's going to kill them. I mean, I really did. That's what I thought. Uh, but But we've all joked about what – the Archangel St. Michael means. So I looked it up. And so uh, for those of you that don't know, St. Michael, the Archangel, led God's army. He's a defender and he's a warrior. So, you know, wow, that's that's pretty strong. So uh, so I felt like, you know, I'd try to identify with the parents a little. So I, they told me they were in Fredericksburg. I knew somebody in Fredericksburg. I asked them if they knew them. They did. So we felt a little camaraderie there. And then I felt it was my duty to sort of get them situated to say, your kids probably aren't going to win tonight, you know, <laughs> because that was just, wow. you know, now, I didn't say that, but, but I said to them, I said, well, you know, it's a great honor for any kid to get to play in a state championship game because I said, when you look at statistically, not many kids get to play in a state championship game. I mean, you don't get the experience. So right after I said that, the dad smiled and the mother smiled and the dad looked at me and he said, well, when I played in high school, I played in four, four state championship games. And then he proceeded to take his phone out, and he had a picture of his schedule. You know the old Pepsi-Cola yeah, cardboard yeah. schedules that would say, here's the school you're playing? He showed me the scores. He showed me that they had won a state championship. So he also went on to explain to me that he grew up in Maine. So of all the people that I would pick, you know, I love Maine. So he tells me he grew up in Maine and he played for the winningest coach in Maine history in high school football. Wow. And I was like, wow. So I Googled it, you know, last night. So that coach is John Wolfgram, who had a 309 win, 92 loss, one tie, and had 10 state titles. So I proceeded to look at the mom and dad, which their their last name was Pirtle, P-I-R-T-L-E. And I looked at them and I said, well, thanks for blowing my statistic about, you know, trying to <laughs> encourage, you know, say, well, not most people get to do this. And I picked one parent out of the group that he played in all four. So so that was just funny to me that that, the, that, that, that happened. And then my last little part of the Jimmy thing I want to say is just a quick shout out to good friends. Mike and Leanne Dermont, who are celebrating their 28th wedding anniversary today. And that is my Jimmy thing. That's a couple Jimmy things. Yeah. That's good. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations to yeah. the Dermonts. That's fantastic. But I got to ask you, I mean, how many teams are in Maine? Was it like <laughs> well. four teams, four or five? No, I'm kidding. That's a hot bed. It's a hot bed, Dave Ross. Coming from Dave Ross. <laughs> All right, so now let's do the five things you need to know about high school football this week. So I always like to start with last week's Crunch Players of the Week. Uh, we talked about Xavion Z- Woods with Salem. He was our Roanoke, our Virginia Western Roanoke Crunch Player of the Week. He scored both of the Spartans' uh, second-half TDs in their 12-6 win over Pulaski County. I'm telling you, I mean, that's pressure when you, you, know, you score both touchdowns to get the big win over your rival. He 
He also had 14 tackles and three and a half tackles for loss. So a big night for him. And he had a big night last night. Uh, you know, he, he's key to them uh, marching on. In Lynchburg, EC Glass kicker Tyler Garrett, who uh, booted two second-half field goals to help the Hilltoppers beat uh, Brookville 19-18. to Tight game there. You need every point you can get. And uh, so so congratulations to him. And uh, and in the New River Valley, Christiansburg quarterback MJ Hunter, who was instrumental in orchestrating, like what I did there, instrumental in orchestrating. Really? Yeah. Okay. Instrumental in orchestrating the Demas 21-14 win over Blacksburg. So I'm getting a lot of eye rolls in here, but uh, I thought it was pretty good. All right, number four, Hidden Valley. I, I notice things when I'm at the game. I mean, we all notice things. Hidden Valley running back Matt Strong wears a towel, at least he wore it last night, that says, stay classy. So, you know, I was talking to a few guys over there, and we were like, now, is that a ad? Is he telling everybody else to stay classy or a reminder to himself? Because he right. is tough, man. I mean, yeah. he really gets after you. But And I, re- I, re- I reminded Carl that that's a, a classic line from the, the movie of Ron Burgundy, Anchorman. Yeah. So I'm assuming <laughs> there was something to do with that. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, 804, uh, area code, uh, their roll call over there, uh, eyes on them. We like to keep, an eye, uh, keep eyes on those guys over in the central Virginia. Robert Barlow with Dinwiddie. Uh, 27 carries, 279 yards. Dinwiddie's in, uh, they're in class four. So all our class four teams, if we advance, good chance we're going to eventually run into Robert Barlow and Dinwiddie, but this kid can really fly. Uh, Josiah Williams again. Now this kid plays for Thomas Dale, seven for 10, 194 yards, three TDs. Remember last week we talked about he was at Dinwiddie. He and Barlow could be playing together right now, but they're at two different schools. I think that's interesting. Bo Kite with deep run, another big night, 7-12, 148 yards, two TDs, 16 carries, 112 yards, two TDs. This kid's already committed to William and Mary. So, uh, you know, deep run is, looks like they're going to make a deep run this this year in the playoffs. Josiah Nelson at Monacan, 24 carries, 126 yards, 100, uh, receiving 102 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and then Bobby Dunn at Verina. Verina's a team that you got to keep an eye on. Verina gave Highland Springs all they wanted a few weeks back, and and this Bobby Dunn can really play. So he was 11 of 1,668 yards and three TDs. All right, that's number three. Number two, Highland Springs. Okay, so we have two teams that are going for repeat state championships, uh, multiple. Highland Springs going for five, and Riverhead's going for four. So, you know... When you look at these teams, who do you guys think has the best chance to get a state championship this year? Highland Springs. Yeah. They're pretty strong. I mean, Riverheads is 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 a real juggernaut. What do right. you think, coach? Riverhead. Riverhead uh, Dave. What do you think? Uh Riverheads is until somebody takes care of them, you know. What about Highland Springs? They've won 5 in a okay. row. Okay. Okay. <laughs> then that's that's who it's going to be and you know what? It's you, York. And think about this, folks. A York peppermint patty, it has great taste, <laughs> and it has uh, tremendous integrity. Wow. And I don't like yeah. them. <laughs> By the way, oh, who, do you, no. who do you think, Jimmy? Who do you think, uh, out of Highland Springs and Riverheads, just a straw poll here, who do you think's got the best chance to repeat? Yeah, just to go against the grain, I'll, I'll say Highland Springs. Yeah, Highland Springs is really something for sure. Uh, two good teams there. But I th- Highland Springs has had some close games recently. They're kind of showing 
uh, some wear and tear. So Riverheads is just such such a tough uh, opponent for people. All right. So the last one is, uh, I like to say, what's the barber say next? So in the 804 Richmond area, Dinwiddie's got Eastern View coming up. Lafayette, the winner of Lafayette and Norcoms plays Hopewell. That's going to be a good one. Verina is going to play Highland Springs next. That's going to be a good one. And then deep run at Manchester. I'm telling you what, if we weren't here, I'd be there somewhere watching one of those games because those all of those games are going to be outstanding. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the Great Eight debate poll. Mm. Here we go. All right. All right. And per Jermaine, I'm going to start with number eight and go down to one. Okay. All right, how about that? In honor of. In honor of, yeah, that's right. Jermaine's, uh, he's out there working hard, so in, in his honor. So number eight for me this week, back into the poll, is Radford. Okay. 35 to nothing win over Patrick County. Patrick County just had a big win over Halifax recently, yeah. so that's a big win. Number seven, moving down from eight to seven, Narrows. Yes. 34-7 win, winner over Grayson County. They've got George Wythe next. North Cross plays today in the state finals. They're my number six team. Okay. They've got Blue Ridge this afternoon. Come on out and watch them support the, the Raiders there. Pulaski County's number five. Got a big win over Blacksburg. Again, Good. that's two close wins over a quality Blacksburg team. Uh, so uh, they've got EC Glass next. How about that one for our next, okay. next match? Number four is EC Glass for me. 55-21 winner over Jefferson Forest. Number three is Salem. 55-13 win, winner over Amherst. Okay, now I'm starting to get the nods and the smiles in the studio. Number two for me is Lord Botetot. And you what? know that says for him. For That's him. Right. right. So 29-7 winner over William Byrd. Really had all they wanted with William Byrd the first half, but pulled it out 29-7. Carl, what's their record? They're ten and zero, Jimmy. They're undefeated. They are undefeated. Is there anybody else in the poll that's undefeated? Um, I don't think so, I don't Jimmy. Think that's so a great either. point. Okay, but I, I tell you, Heritage, who's my number one, okay, sixty-nine-seven winner over Western Albemarle. Heritage, I, I give them a lot of credit because they scheduled a tough team. Yeah, from North Carolina, first game of the With year, Vance. Yep. And when you do that, and you take on the best challengers. I think you deserve a little credit there. All right, Coach, I know you're itching to tell no, me. No, no, no. Dave Ross, you have two minutes. Where is he right? Where is uh -oh, he here wrong? here we go. Well, I tell you, you know, um, that's something. Salem and Glass down there uh, where they are. But uh, Heritage is, is excellent, and they beat Glass. So you can see that. And uh, just like uh, you mentioned Vance, right? It, it's similar to Salem going against Martinsburg. Uh, they went with quality programs outside of their state, but... Uh, you know, it's hard to disagree with somebody like you. Oh, wow. Look at that. I, I like that. Dave, that. he's invited back. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I never get that in here. But I, I like how I like how Jimmy goes, uh, who's 10 and 0? Who's 10 and 0 right now? He sounds like coach. Uh, exactly. But uh, but look, I, I say you could take any four of the top four there and put them at number one and you'd be fine. Yeah, I think that's just where we're at right like now. Like a true politician right there. We got four number ones from Coach. I got it. Jimmy's like Lord Bonatai should be number one. I still say undefeated until somebody proves different. That's where they should be. Nice. All right, tune in next Saturday at 10 a.m. for Crunch Time. Let me talk real quick about round two uh, this coming week games. Alta Vista at Riverheads, Frank, 
Franklin at, or, or Sussex, depending on who who won that game. George with at Narrows, Auburn at Galax, Gretna at Radford. That'll be a good one. Glenver at Appomattox, LCA at Heritage, Magna Vista at Northside, Hidden Valley, Lord Botetourt. That'll be a good one. GW Danville and Salem, Pulaski County at EC Glass, and then Patrick Henry at North Stafford and William Fleming Mountain View. So check out uh, next week our Haley Toyota uh, legendary coach of the um, legendary coach uh, segment for us next week. That'll be Coach Frank Beamer again, our third segment. Uh, look for our Crunch Great Eight debate. Uh, great show today. Thanks to all you fine people for listening. Couldn't do it without you. Special thanks to Coach Randy, Dave Ross, uh, Jimmy, Mr. Crunch MVP. I'm Carl York, and you've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's all for